1: Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. During our 28th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow we thank you for tuning in thank you even more when you call in and participate on the show so please do that anytime 24 7 if you've got a tech question or want to know more from one of our recent guests whatever the case we'll get answers for you and get you on the show The national conversation around screen time has continued to boomerang, if you will, at an alarming rate. And parents' attitudes continue to shift and change. Our next guest has some great tips on how we can make our kids' screen time more useful. And it's certainly something that we here at Into Tomorrow have talked about the last several years. Senior VP and General Manager for PBS Kids is Sarah DeWitt. Sarah, welcome Into Tomorrow. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you, Dave.
1: Glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So first, can you tell me a little bit more about PBS Kids and its content so folks get a better idea?
0: So PBS Kids is the public broadcasting service for the United States, and we focus on educational, engaging content for kids. And that's across all platforms. It's television, it's short form digital content that you can find on YouTube or the PBS Kids video app, and it's also games for kids because digital games are a great way for kids to practice educational skills, but also are really fun. They're a great way for kids to play with the characters that they know and love from PBS Kids shows, like Daniel Todd, Tiger and Wild Kratz and Curious George. So uh, PBS Kids is focused on kids two to eight with all kinds of exciting content.
1: And what's cool about it is that the screen time then is at least educational. It's not just, uh, you know, weird things or stuff that they maybe even shouldn't be seeing for that matter, uh, or stuff that doesn't seem to help them or the parents. So this is really good content.
0: Yes, we work with advisors and educators to really make sure that what we're putting into our content is based on skills that kids need to learn to help them get ready for school, to help them practice their skills over the summer when they're out of school. And so we really are very thoughtful about it. The other thing that we really hope for is that kids will things in our shows or in our games and get so excited about it that they want to go research it in the real world. They uh-huh. want to watch Wild Kratts and then go out and learn more about animals and maybe visit a zoo. So we're really hoping that this is screen time that's a jumping off moment for kids to go do real world exploration.
1: Oh that's great and it does encourage them to do just that so I think that's terrific. I'm assuming then that media such as our f- type folk and and tech in general can play an important role in this whole concept that you're doing.
0: Yes, we, we know um, through research for years that kids can learn from television. So that started in back in Sesame Street days and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. They yeah. learned that kids really could learn things from this mass media. And so what we're trying to do is really... Um, make sure that parents understand that all media isn't the same. You can make choices for your kids and help guide your kids to things that really are going to have a positive impact on learning, on behavior. can be good jumping-off points for parents and kids to have conversations together. We hear a lot from parents that what they overhear in the shows or what they see in the shows also helps them. It helps them realize that there are ways that they can approach questions with their kids that can help bring out larger conversations. So we sometimes focus on how do you introduce a tough topic, something that a kid might be having trouble with, like um you know, if they're getting really anxious, anxiety is a big issue right now in the United States. If kids are getting anxious, how does a parent start to talk to a kid about the best ways to calm down? We can model that in our shows, like Daniel Tiger and Arthur, and then help give parents ideas for how to talk to their kids about it and hopefully come up with some good strategies in their homes.
1: Excellent. Now, Sarah, how can we set up, and can we as parents? Because I'm hearing them in my head listening (laughs) and saying, "Are there are there ways to set up clear, positive media habits early in our younger kids?"
0: Yes, absolutely. So, you know, our media starts from ages uh, starts at age two, Um, and what we talk about is first thinking about what's the best time of day what's for kids to engage with media for families to really think about what's the time that fits best into our routine and starting to set it up is this is just one activity of many and there's a certain time of day or a certain type of activity that we're going to engage in so kind of setting that routine is important for preschoolers but the other i think even more important habit is for parents to recognize that they need to talk to their kids about the media that they engage with because we know from research that if parents talk to kids about the shows they watch or the games they play, the learning gains are going to be greater. But it also sets up a really great habit that media is something that we as a family talk about. So as kids get older, as they start watching more things on their own or maybe see things their parents don't know they've seen, they know that This is something I can talk about with my parents. We can talk about what I saw and what I learned from it or what I didn't like about it or what I would have done in that situation. Um, So if parents start to build that in, like at dinner time, saying, oh, what did you watch today? Well, what happened on Odd Squad? What was the problem they were trying to solve? That starts to set up an idea that families talk about media and that's really gonna help kids with their critical thinking skills over time and also help parents and kids really communicate about media
1: and of course as they get older hopefully not until they get older and they start engaging perhaps in what i like to call anti social media uh, yeah. that that they learn again from parents that say it's okay to see a different opinion maybe uh, that might not agree with yours or what what we've talked about but maybe be open to other ideas and but still hold your own, if you will. I mean, as kids get older and they start making decisions, I'm wondering what parents can do to prepare them uh, for not only the anti-social media, but for things like ChatGPT and all these advances in AI that we talk about constantly. I mean, the kids are being bombarded and we think it's tough for us.
0: Right. It's so true. And I think that's where we get back to like conversation being important. So if kids see something in a show, um, if they see some kind of issue come up, like I think about there was an an episode of Arthur where all the kids were obsessed with a video game and it was all they were talking about and all they were doing. And in the show, they started to realize that they weren't talking to each other as much and, Mm. and they were getting kind of obsessed with who they were playing with online without thinking that person is being a real person that's a real world scenario and if your kid watches that and experiences that in a show and kind of sees the characters work through it and then has a conversation with their parents about it it's going to make sense to them later when they see their friends get really sucked into games or if they realize like Wow, I'm having trouble putting this down. They won't remember what they've seen and the conversations they had about it. So that's the kind of thing that we're we're thinking about. What are real world challenges that kids are facing? And how can we set them up for uh, set them up with really good strategies for how to address those and really grapple with those as they grow up?
1: And all in an effort to help, screen time make sure that it's productive that it's learning that it's also fun but that mm-hmm. they're not just stuck on these devices because i mean you go into any restaurant anymore and and if it's a family with kids they're always on the tablet or the phone or can i have your phone mom you know because they're bored it seems mm-hmm. or they're just getting stuck with more and more screen time so we've got to do what we can to avoid that in many cases
0: and give them ideas for what to do away from the screens. Right. Uh, when- favorite episodes of Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is when they're waiting in a restaurant and they come up with games to play at the table with each other. And I really parent sees that, because there's some really fun things you can do without having to pull out that tablet.
1: Ah, terrific. Sarah, you're a delight to chat with and some great ideas. More, of course, when you visit pbskids.org. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Sarah DeWitt, Senior VP and General Manager for PBS Kids, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us, and we'll all keep working and helping parents to help their kids with screen time.
0: Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure to join you.
1: It's our pleasure as well. Sarah DeWitt, pbskids.org. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come, as always, here on Into Tomorrow on the Advanced Media Network.